Hey, this is Ollie, and welcome to The Body Reset. This podcast is being built to help career-driven professionals and business owners intelligently upgrade their body, energy, and personal performance in the modern world. I want to help uncover some of the core concepts, beliefs, and frameworks that we've used with thousands of clients to navigate health and performance as we age. If you want more like this, simply subscribe so you never miss the newest episode. Hey guys, Ollie here. I uh, hope you have an amazing week. We are 10 days into November. The Mo's going well. If you're not sure, I'm, I'm running this the year to really dive into men's mental health and making sure that it's a, it's a talking point, it's a focus point, it's something that really, especially across New Zealand and Australia, certainly needs to get better. Uh, if you'd like to see my progression through that process, if you'd like to donate to the cause, um, please send me a message directly. I'm absolutely happy to send you through the link, or I might even drop it below this video as well, so you can follow my mogress. What I want to go through today is very relevant or very aligned with that message. I want to really dive into a mindset element for today and really make sure that we're looking at the lens of how do we make sure we succeed long term. So what I'm calling it today is here are the three reasons why most people fail. Now, this isn't just in fitness, this is in business, relationships, any area where you're locking into a goal and you feel that you're resistant to really make those changes. After now working with 1,700 clients in a one-to-one setting only over the last couple of years, taking the time to really understand human behaviors, human patterns, and human roadblocks is something that I've become very aware of. And through obviously my own journey going from uh, sport to sport, having a real identity around being an athlete, uh, getting that taken all away from me with a pretty big motorbike accident and really all of the trials and tribulations of my life, but obviously tying that into what's happened working with so many clients, understanding where some of those roadblocks are very, very common and where I think we should start. So if you're tr- trying to get your health and your body back on your side, this is definitely something that's relevant. But if you're noticing that you're getting some, locked into some real roadblocks in the business space, uh, there's some friction in the, in the relationship, all of these things, I think this can really, really help. So where I want to start today, team, is walking you through this thought process of where we're going to frame the three top things for today, okay? It's simply that circumstances create thoughts, thoughts create feelings, feelings create actions, and and actions create outcomes. And taking the time to, if you want to change the outcome, you want to change the scenario you're in, you have to change the circumstances or the thoughts of those circumstances. So that's where I want to really start with today. And I can tell you right now from how when I'm talking to people, what are they really stuck in? Are they talking to me through circumstances, right? Others, are they talking through thoughts or are they talking through feelings? And taking the time to look at it through a couple different lenses is there's three layers of this that people really start to to look at is one am I talking about other people am I talking about circumstances am I talking about other people that I'm relying on or am I talking about self for this conversation to be worth it we do need to make sure that we're taking ownership of the scenario but I want to break this down into the three observations that I see across the board that I think will really help the first one is understanding the concept of the president or the press secretary. Which one are you, right? Are you taking action and owning that action or are you justifying it later, right? Are you taking the time to, when you're doing something, make sure this is why I'm doing it and I'm going to be intentional about what what I'm doing here. The, the initial scenario here might be, am I going to have the ice cream because I enjoy it or am I going to quickly inhale it before I bring up too much guilt and then think about it later? Right? Am I going to get angry at this scenario and then tell you why I got angry later? Or am I going to take that second to really create space between what's just happened and my reaction? Right? That's the difference between the press and the, uh, the president and the press secretary. 
Uh, I, I got this from a, a recovery resilience coach about a month ago now, is what is your Kevin saying? <laughs> um, it was sim- simply putting the label on your thoughts, taking the time to look at what is the voice in the back of your head that's uh, saying you can't do this or saying, you know, leave it for today or now's not the right time, right? All of those things that our our little internal voice, we've all got it, says, and in this particular scenario, these high performers were labeling it as their Kevin, right? What's your Kevin saying? And the reason I thought this was so helpful is it's taking the time to really highlight your thoughts, right? And realizing that your thoughts are not you, they are simply thoughts. And until we identify with those thoughts, they don't have to rule us. So taking the time to look at that and and labeling it as your Kevin or whatever word works best for you was a really, really interesting way of looking at this through a different light and taking ownership of your actions rather than simply your thoughts are as is, okay? And then the last one that I think is really, really important when you're looking through the lens of the president instead of the press secretary is surfing the urge, giving yourself time to wait 10 minutes, right? I think there's so many scenarios that this plays a role in. Of course, it plays into cravings. This plays into exercise. This plays into discomfort, really, in any area. There's taking the time to give yourself 10 minutes. If you know that that trigger there is potentially not helpful, give yourself 10 minutes, right? The classic, let's make sure we hydrate before we have uh, the cookie, whatever, right? Taking the time to surf the urge and build that delayed gratification, build that ownership and power over your own thoughts, I think makes a huge difference and really has a ripple effect in every area of your life. So number one is, are you being the president? Are you being a press secretary? And be aware of good old Kevin. The second one here is binary thinking, right? I think this is something that we all fall into is we all start to try and make sense of the world as it's so busy. There's so many things going on. We try go and label good and bad, right? Are those words being useful or are they making things harder? If it is allowing you to solidify thoughts to be able to move forward, great. But if you feel that it's actually holding you back because you've labeled something as bad, you've labeled something as a failure, nine times out of 10, that becomes an issue. It becomes a roadblock for yourself that you are literally putting up. All right. So the first thing I really want to bring up here is, are you giving yourself permission to be bad first? If it's the first time you've gone swimming, you can't expect to, to swim the entire lap without running out of breath or even getting to the end of the lap, right? Taking the time to give yourself time to be bad first. When we were a kid, when we were getting ready to walk or the first time we got on the bike, we didn't say, right, this isn't for me. I'm just not going to work, walk for the rest of my life, right? We need to have that beginner's mindset. What really holds us back more than anything else is... The need to be good before we've been bad. The need to be good before we've given ourselves a reasonable time to do so. All right. It would be unreasonable to be good at something until we've given ourselves a reasonable amount of time. And I think we are way too binary, way too judgmental about ourselves getting good at something that we never take the time to allow ourselves to be bad first. That's really the learning phase. All right. Um, so really starting to think of this along a continuum and taking the time in the scenario of riding a bike, right? getting yourself to understand the basics, keep the training wheels on, get used to pedaling and steering and all of these things before then bringing in balance rather than doing everything all at once. We can see this in the health space uh, all of the time. And this is why we really tend to use 
you know, our framework to looking at health is breaking it all down because many of us, and this is really where I think a lot of judgment comes through as we start to judge ourselves instead of the approach, is when we look to start a new diet, we start a new program, whatever, we come in, we try and make it perfect, we do that for three or four weeks, and as soon as life gets busy, kid gets sick, project gets, uh, you know, towards a deadline, then we plummet back down, whoops, through the floor, right, down here. So when we're looking to approach a new skill, approach a new habit, it's taking the time to really build these habits one by one. How can we take the time to solidify these as a habit? And over time, what we're now doing is we're starting to build a new baseline, right? That each one of these levels, this becomes the new normal. And when we can do this, we start to feel like we're starting to create momentum. But more importantly, we're giving ourselves a reasonable amount of time to get good at something. And as we said with that analogy before, is we're taking the time to simply build that continuum so we're continuing to get better. All right. When we start to look through that lens, we start to give ourselves time to actually get good and get better in that time frame. All right. Hey, I hope you're really enjoying this episode. Uh, I wanted to take a quick second to say, please reach out to me on social media. Some people worry about um, interrupting me or sending me emails, but I love to hear how these podcasts and videos are impacting you and what future content you'd really like to hear. So if you could reach out to me and let me know how this podcast has helped or what you'd like us to dive into, that'd be amazing. And we'll make sure that we bring the most relevant content to you moving forward. Also, if you know someone that you think this could really impact and benefit, uh, they could listen to on their morning walk or their commute or when they're in the kitchen, uh, then it'd be amazing if you can tag them in a post or simply share uh, this on Spotify or wherever else you listen with them. It makes a massive difference in making sure that we can serve and help as many people as we can. Uh, all right, let's get back to the episode. Awesome to have you here. The third one I want to go through really briefly here, but just as important, is taking the time to look at self-care, right? Especially through the health lens, we usually start making changes out of a place of self-punishment or out of a place of lack or pain, right? We've finally got so overweight that we finally need to change it. We feel old and frail. We finally need to change it. We feel so sluggish and it's running every year of our life down. We won't need to change it. The trouble is if we use it as our motivation, sure, it gets us started, but it won't keep us going long term. We have to look at this place from a place of self-care. What are we doing for us, to us, to really make sure this is something that we want to enjoy long term, right? And I think just making those shifts if you struggle with consistency, I guarantee this is something that you need to address, is looking at it through the lens of self-care. What are the things I'm doing for me, right? For me personally, it's making sure I'm having a high quality breakfast so I feel like my energy is sustained through the day. I'm going for a walk in the morning so that I know that I, I feel like I'm getting outside. I'm not stuck in a box all day, all right? Those sort of things make a huge difference for me personally, and I do them for me, not to me, Okay. The second one here is the active recovery is better than passive engagement, right? Disengagement. What I mean by this is be very intentional about how you recover. Rather than just having a flat out day and looking forward to sitting on the couch and watching two hours of TV, taking the time to do something actively for your recovery. Is that a walk? Is that... Uh, a stretch? Is that going to the swimming pool? Is it having a massage, right? Something you're intentionally locking in for active recovery is 10,000 times better than passive or disengagement, right? You're just wasting time. You still feel just as tired when you get up, right? And the last one is chronic people pleasing is driven by fear, not love. This takes so much to get used to. I said this for years and then I actually looked in the mirror and realized I was doing it too, is when are you setting those hard boundaries? For me as a coach, I was always replying to messages like, I want to help people, right? All of the time, which meant that I became so run down, so 
you know, out of sort of that energy, that that drive to help, because I was just burning the, burning the candle from both ends, and we do that in every area of our life. The the distinction uh, for me, I thought was really good, was some of the most successful and least successful people in the world are both givers. The difference is the successful know where to draw the line. I thought that was really, really helpful is taking the time to give, but know where your cup ends. We're knowing when you need to pour more back into you, right? Where are we adding joy in the week for you? Where are we adding energy in the week for you? Taking the time to look through the lens of self-care, taking the time to look after you is one of the biggest things you can do to help others. And I think that's really shifting the lens of this being selfless, not selfish, because you're actually taking the time to become the whole version that you need to be in order to serve at the highest level. So just understand that last one, chronic people-pleasing is driven by fear, not love. I thought that was really, really good. So hopefully that was helpful, taking a time to look at this at, through the lens of if I want to change the outcomes, I need to adjust my, my thoughts or my circumstances, right? Circumstances are waiting for the outside world. I, I, really, I really hope that you are not waiting for your circumstances to get better. You're not waiting for Christmas to be out the way. You're not waiting for the work project to be over. You can lean in and make changes right now. We've got clients making incredible shifts why their entire life has been changing. They're moving houses. They've just started a new role. They've just started a new relationship. They've just had a baby on the way, right? Circumstances is the one that people above the fold will stay stuck. When we start to make sure we start with adjusting our thoughts, becoming aware of our thoughts and realizing that we can control the thoughts that become you know, our actions or become how we feel, that starts to make a significant difference into one, the actions we make, and then ultimately the outcomes that we get from those actions. So I hope that was beneficial. Uh, if you want access to diving into this a little further, I wanted to give you one last thing. And we do this with our clients once a month, uh, we're bi-monthly to take the time to look at this through the lens of self-reflection. Uh, this really came from one of my early mentors in a in a time that I really didn't expect it, but very much needed it, is you can't be pissed off and grateful at the same time. I thought that was really, really helpful. Just taking the time to look at this through the lens of how am I self-reflecting? How am I making this, um, you know, adjusting the lens to see the world differently? So I've got three questions that I'd love for you to answer yourself. If you write this down, this is bonus points. First one is, Three, three things that you're grateful for today. All right, really, really simple. We never do it, right? Three things you're grateful for today. What are those? The second one is, what could you do this month to feel more connected with your loved ones, right? The people that you really want to spend time with. What could you do to feel more connected with them? And the last one I want to finish with is, what could you do this month to feel more connected with yourself, right? This one is the one that I think when we talk about others and we talk about ourselves, we realize how much time we're thinking about everything else externally and we're not taking the time to look inwardly. All right, those are your three questions for the month. If you would like a PDF download of this to have that uh, journal option um, to try in your own time, then simply write journal below and I can send you through a quick PDF with those three questions on a page that you can use anytime you like. Uh, but hopefully today was a it was helpful in understanding maybe some of my observations around what I see between people who win and take ownership and the ones that stay stuck and find a way to stay stuck. Uh, I think the observations from today are hopefully serve you well. They've probably triggered a couple of you, but that is a big part of learning is breaking the current beliefs that we think are true that are not. Uh, so if I've done that, I've done my job. I hope you have an incredible week. And again, if you want access to that journal, then please comment journal below. I'd love to just hear from you in general. Uh, did you find today helpful? It was a bit of a different angle, but just I'm a bit of a deep thinker in this space. It takes me a little bit longer to communicate it. But if I do, hopefully it was beneficial and I hope you have an incredible week. We'll see you next time. Bye.
This episode was brought to you by The Body Reset, world leaders in health and performance coaching. If you love this episode, it would be a massive help if you just share with one person that you think would benefit. I'd also love to hear from you personally on social media or via email if I can help you personally. Until next time, remember, long-term change comes from self-compassion, and thanks for tuning in.